we started this morning talking about why blood and uh, uh, slide 18 we talked about the Passover and how Jesus said in Matthew uh, at the Lord's Supper or the Passover Supper he he changed it into a new testament a new covenant the old covenant involved blood it involved sacrifice it involved the blood of animals it involved all the way back to Abraham cutting the animals uh, it involved Noah making the sacrifice when they came out and the and the law that said uh, you know we will not eat things with blood we will not uh, if somebody kills someone it instituted capital punishment because they were made in the image and likeness of God and so there was a reason why we don't take another human life because it doesn't matter what your external skin is like it doesn't matter what color you are externally it doesn't matter you know where you're from it doesn't matter what your nationality is we all are the same when it comes to the blood and they will say things like everybody bleeds red you know it doesn't matter whether you're black or white or yellow or red or whatever we all bleed blood and of course we know there are uh, different types of blood and different you know a B and uh, negative and a B positive and O, and and there's uh, bloods that are universal and I know there's been a lot talked about with the blood but uh, Passover was he said when I see the blood I will pass over and so the the time of the year around Easter time we celebrate that and of course Paul mentioned it as part of the Lord's Supper or what we call communion and in Corinthians he went through and talked about it's a new testament a new and the word testament means covenant a new covenant these were the words that Jesus used in Matthew these are the words that Paul even though Matthew wasn't written when Paul talked about this and wrote this to uh, uh, the church in Corinth the book of Matthew was not yet written but Paul made it reference to it this cup is the new testament it is the new covenant and we celebrated communion this morning and we're going to do it again for those that were not here and uh, this evening and if you have a loved one or if you have someone that's shut in or is not able to be here you're welcome to take one of these cups they're portable and they have of course the wafer on the top and the juice on the bottom and you're welcome to take one and and celebrate this with your family and pray and we don't mind we're we're glad to accommodate I know there are several that listen online and we'd be glad to send you one if you you needed that to to do that and uh, take it with uh, uh, the church family why because it is a moment when we remember the body we remember what the Lord had done we remember the the blood covenant and of course 
actually even 2,000 years before Jesus uh, rode into Jerusalem on a donkey and before he uh, was, his vesture was dipped in blood, if you will, it was prophesied that this scepter was going to come out of Shiloh and was going to be dipped in blood or dipped in wine and his clothes dipped in the blood of grapes. So here we are now. 2,000 years from Christ, and we are celebrating the same covenant, uh, the same blood covenant. And I read this morning in Ephesians where Paul told them, he said, you were without Christ, aliens, strangers, covenants uh, from, the, from the covenant of promise, having no hope without God, but now in Christ, ye who were sometimes afar off were made nigh by what? What brings you into relationship or covenant with God? The blood. So why blood? Because it brings us into relationship with God by knowing what the blood has done. The blood still works. And so it doesn't matter what your background is. It doesn't matter whether you were born on the other side of the tracks. It doesn't matter where you were from. It doesn't matter what color your skin is. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter how much, uh, what kind of family you came from. Because of the blood. Because of the blood. We can all be part of the family of God. All be brought into this family. And he said, for he is our peace who have made both one, broken down the middle wall of partition between us and abolished in his flesh the enmity. That enmity means that 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 barrier, that block, that block that said, no, I can't get to God. There's no way I can get to God. There's no way I can be part of the family of God. I'm not good enough. I wasn't raised like you were raised. I didn't have the background. I'm here to tell you, but one drop of blood is able to change all of that, if you'll say Lord, I, wanna, I want your blood applied to my heart and life and mind. And he says he makes us one new man and he becomes our peace. And therefore, and that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby. This reference basically is saying that something had to be punished for the sin. Something had to die. And so Jesus allowed the, here God manifest in the flesh to let that flesh die for one reason. Not to defeat the devil. The devil's defeated. But so that we would be able to be part of the blood covenant. To be able to be blood brothers, if you will, with the Lord. And that's why he goes on to say here in Ephesians, he said, And he preached peace to those who were afar off and to them that were nigh. For through him we have access by one, what's the word? Spirit unto the Father. You see, if Jesus would not have died, we would not have been able to receive the Holy Ghost. We would not have been able to have the Spirit of Christ in us. 
and through us. And so, you know, when someone says, well, I don't know if you need it. I don't know if you have to have it. Oh, it's a wonderful gift that brings me into a relationship. Not only do I believe that he is like Abraham, he would believe and it was counted unto him for righteousness. And he went through this gruesome uh, uh, slaying of the animals and he stayed up all night and knocked the birds off. And that was a one night experience. And then the Lord had to go through another covenant and circumcision and all of those things to remind him. But what we have is by raising our hands and coming in and feeling his presence and by taking the Lord's Supper, we realize I'm part of the family of God. It's not just something that, wow, we have access by one spirit. And, and what that blood does is also cleanses us. It's what John said, First John, the, in the first chapter in the seventh verse, he said, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. You say, well, I don't have any sin. Well, then you're deceiving yourself. Just what John said, the truth's not in you. If you confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us, the blood still works. I don't care what you've done. I don't care where you've gotten off track. I am so thankful you can come in and say, Lord, wash me, cleanse me, forgive me. Huh? If I humble myself down and say I need the blood, the only thing the blood won't cover is whenever I don't allow, I, I don't humble myself and let it. That's what, that's what it was, the humbling part of going through the blood sacrifice, of, of, of circumcising the heart. He said that's the part that doesn't work because he says if you don't humble yourself and say, Lord, I need your blood, then how can the blood touch? But, oh, I am so thankful that the blood is still able to forgive sins. You can't live good enough. I can't live good enough. But oh, thank God for the blood. Revelation, we've quoted it before, 12th chapter. And they overcame him by the... And I know it's an old saying and... We probably don't understand it that much, but old timers used to say, plead the blood. What that meant was praying through till you get in the third heaven. Oh, God, I need you to touch. I, huh? I'm not leaving the altar till I get a touch from God. I'm not. What are you doing? I'm wanting the blood to touch me one more time. Have you ever been there? <laughs> Oh God, I'm not stopping till I get a hold of the blood. Why? Because that's how we're going to overcome. And by the word of their testimony, loving not their lives. In fact, uh, Paul wrote in Hebrews, wherefore Jesus also that he might sanctify the people with his own blood. He knew my blood will cleanse, suffered without the gate. In fact, Paul earlier in that book to the Hebrews understanding they knew the 
Old Testament plan, and I know we didn't talk about it, but there was the blood uh, anointed the priest on the earlobe and on the thumb and on the big toe, and there was blood. There was blood whenever on the Day of Atonement, and there was blood and at the brazen altar, and then they brought blood to the laver, and they washed, and there was blood at the on the uh, on the veil at the mercy seat. But, but I mean, before the Ark of the Covenant, and here's blood and blood and blood. Why? It was to remind them that guess what? Something has to die in order to pay for their sins. Oh, oh God, help us remember when we take communion, somebody had to die. Oh, thank God for the blood. Thank God for the blood. Thank God for the blood. And the Bible says, Paul wrote in Hebrews, the 10th chapter, having therefore, what? Boldness to enter into the holiest. How? By the blood of Jesus. I don't deserve. I'm not perfect. The high priest in the Old Testament had to be a perfect specimen, had to be a male, had to have never had a broken nose, broken bone, had to be perfect in every way. He had to put the blood on the veil once a year. It would be able to go through the veil and you and I can come this morning and tonight and we can raise our hands and with boldness just get caught up into heavenly places. It's just like the high priest that stepped inside the veil into the holy of holies. What a privilege that we have. Sometimes we don't even realize and, and recognize what privilege it is. I couldn't have been, I, would, I wasn't part of the, the Levitical family. I wasn't part of the Aaronic priesthood. I would have never been able to feel what I feel. If you're a female, you wouldn't have been able to feel what you're, oh, Oh, but thank God for the blood. By the boldness of the blood of Jesus, I can raise my hand. It doesn't matter whether I've been perfect or not, whether I've had a broken bone or not. I can come in and say it's not by my might nor by my power, but because of his spirit, I have boldness to come in to the, th the blood and walk into the throne room. In the ninth chapter, Paul said it like this. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? If you've been battling stuff in your mind and your enemy, you know, the battlefield's in the mind. The enemy wants to drag up all. He's an accuser of the brethren. He'll tell you how wrong you've done, how bad you are, how, how bad things are going to be. And, 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 and it's dead works. You understand? It's dead. And he said the blood will purge your conscience from dead works. To serve the living God. What does that mean? That all of a sudden the blood reminds me. You don't have to live into that in like that anymore. I don't care if you came from a long line of addicted people. I don't care if you came from the bad blood of all kinds and you were born on the other side of the track. All of a sudden I became a blood brother with somebody else and it purges my mind. I don't have to do. Oh, but you don't 
understand. I had this problem and I've had that and I've had it for five years or 10 years or 20 years. I, I'm not, I didn't even put the verses on there. But that's why Paul would say, now you are a new in Christ Jesus. <laughs> what are you saying? To getting that blood. If I'm not mistaken, and I don't, I'm not real scientific, and I don't know, but I think there's a transfer of some DNA. You know, I think it's pretty dangerous to, you know, mingle your blood with somebody else's blood. The diseases transfer. Everything transfers. Well, guess what? All of a sudden, the blood of Jesus transfers. I am no longer bad blood. I have been touched by the blood of the Lamb of God. I, why? Because I went through a blood covenant. That's why Paul wrote Titus and he said, After the kindness and love of our God and Savior appeared toward man, not by works of righteousness we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us. By the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Ghost, which was shed abroad in our, through Jesus Christ, that being justified by grace, we became heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Oh, hallelujah. Why? Because of the washing and the regeneration of the Spirit. And how do I get into that? Through the blood. Would never be able to have the Holy Ghost. That's why John, the seventh chapter, he said the Holy Ghost was not out yet outpoured because Jesus had not yet been glorified. He had not paid the sacrifice. And so when you think in terms of where we are, it's because of the blood. And I know we're here tonight on a Sunday night. Those watching online, you've, you've, you've heard these words before and we preach about the blood. But I just one more slide and we'll, we'll stand and we'll celebrate the Lord's Supper again for those that would want to do this this evening in Colossians. And you can read the whole first chapter. It's powerful books, not very many chapters for the whole book, but Colossians, the first chapter. For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. And having made peace, how? Through the blood of his cross. By him to reconcile all things unto himself, whether they be things in the earth or things in heaven. He goes on down, same book, same chapter. And he said, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Because of the blood, I have a blood covenant. We are blood brothers. Blood's thicker than water. Oh, I know. I got to do something because it's family. But guess what? I'm part of the greatest family, the family of God. And there's something about that. And we're here tonight. If you did not partake this morning or you want to do it again with your family or whatever, you want to join us, I want, we're going to all stand. But if you just raise your hand or if you will come to the front, if you have not 
receive communion if you have and uh, want to take it again that's fine there is no set on this we know this is not the body this is not the blood but it represents this blood covenant that's why you say why blood because we've made a covenant with God this is the new testament the new testament in my blood and so hallelujah if you want to come join us the ushers will come